Studies have shown that the use of hand sanitizer as a sexual lubricant and extermination agent for sexually transmitted diseases is both effective and pleasant for all involved parties. Well, if you wanted honesty, you've come to the wrong place. This is the Disinformed Podcast, Season 2. I'm Shane. I'm stepping over Shane. I am John. (laughs) And I'm Michael. So we ostensibly start out Season 2 with the same way we started Season 1, bumblefucking the entire thing. Mm, Hail Stan. Hey, we stay on brand. That's what we're doing. That's very or as, true. as uh, our special guest Duan would say, callback. Speaking yeah. of callback slash staying on brand, um, I forgot to mention this last week, but I am uh, I recently installed a bidet in oh my, my master God. bathroom. Yeah, <sighs> I actually installed it last recording, so literally a week ago. So now that I've had you know a couple of days to use it, I am a big fan. So it, it are just, we? We're all bidet family now. We're, we're, uh, I'm not. I am not a bidet user. I would use one. I, I just, you know, have not gotten up the gumption to order one off Amazon because I don't support that Bezos nonsense. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I'm well, kidding. It, I really do. I just don't <laughs> in, care to pay. In him. which case, go to Lowe's, grab yourself a bidet, and let's make this a happy household. And then, I guess for Michael, are you are you a part of the gold package in your in your shitter? Do you have the bidet and the squatty potty now? No, I saw that it was like 30 some odd dollars for one, and I'm like, if I really feel like I need it, I have a small stool that I bought at Walmart like 10 years ago that I can use. <laughs> you had to say stool. Yeah. If you don't use the squatty potty, you have a small stool. This is yeah. the problem. That's oh, why you need I, it. I see. I see what you're saying. I, would, I see what you're going at. I would implore you both to, uh, to rectify your rectal <laughs> situation. Um, <laughs> and Shane, grab a day. Michael, grab his body potty and join me in the fucking far, far future because it is, it's glorious. <laughs> hey, listen, I didn't say that my asshole was not getting cleaned appropriately because I have a dog in the house who is very, very detail-oriented. Fair. So I, my asshole it. is just as clean if I had a bidet. And I eat a lot of peanut butter, see? So it's kind of just <laughs> peanut butter-flavored shit for my dog to enjoy. Perfect. You put it in one of those uh, the, those chew toys that they, you know, lick all the peanut butter out of. I have yet to... <laughs> I, Michael told a I have not. I have not encountered a feces that this dog will disregard yet. So I'm fairly certain I don't have to okay. entice her at all. It's, she'll take it. She doesn't care. RC Cola or not, it's, she'll, she'll eat it. <laughs> it's the RC Cola of shit. Yes, we've been doing this for a while, and I don't know if we're just on the same like psychic wavelengths here. But you kind of set up something that I was thinking about last night. (gasps) A security segue. uh, Indeed, I was scrolling through my Instagram feed, and as we've talked about before, like, and uh, I'd be curious to to get Logan's take on it too, because I kind of got this from Logan, where I'll only let myself follow like a percentage of lewd accounts. Uh, you know, like you have to cap it. Yeah, just so that's not my entire feed. But sometimes, like. Well, let me just ask the question. Have you guys ever been like scrolling through socials or online and you see a man or a woman who's just so incredibly attractive, like just God or goddess, goddesses among men. And all you can think about outside of their object attractiveness is like, there has to be something super fucked up with them. Right. Like, and in my head, I'm like, I wonder if like, they just take the world's painfulest shits. Like, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) like there has to be something like you see like Emily Radzikowski. And she's just, ugh, like 11 out of 10. 
but like keep she'll it in your go, pants right she'll go do these photo shoots and i just wonder if like when she gets home from these or ryan gosling you know just keep it fair like i wonder if mm. like when they get home from like being perfect if they just like poop out shards of glass and like it's like attrition you know <laughs> Uh, why do we always wind up down in the base of your chakras i just want to know why we always end on shit with you you missed the opportunity to say why why does it always go down to brown (laughs) well we've taken the uh the suck truck to brown town apparently but anyway do you has that ever happened to you guys uh, I I don't need to topple people off of a pedestal to feel good about myself. Most of the time, I just expect everyone is on a higher tier than I am, and I've I've come to terms with it over the years. Unfortunately, okay. I can't I can't lie to myself and say that I haven't done that. I've probably done it at some point or other. It's just my personality. But I also usually don't uh, peruse the social medias um, because I'm just lame like that. So. It's fair. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it applies to Reddit, too. I I consider, like, Reddit a social media. That's true, but I also don't have any lewd uh, subreddits on Reddit that I follow. It's either memes or it's political shit because I'm stupid. And Shane um, called me white bread. I actually subscribe to a, uh, a Reddit <laughs> subreddit called BreadTube, so... Um... Uh, actually, you misquote me, John. I called you brown bread. <laughs> <laughs> Um, have you guys one listened to uh to the the new hip rap song nope quap it's uh it's Nicki minaj and who else it's not not Nicki minaj it's cardi b and someone else i can't remember the other so people are probably screaming right now at their stereo or whatever they listen to okay um stereo but, but what stands for uh <laughs> wet ass pussy and okay. it's a very provocative song and I love it, and just because I, of how uh, ridiculous it is, but sorry, not to, to I can understand why you immediately thought it was Nicki Minaj, because the first thing I'm thinking of is just dance ass, where she just repeats ass for the but chorus. I would... Can I uh, can I ask for just a second, though, were you doing this to lay the groundwork for the fact that, and I'm sorry, Michael, uh, my new rap single is going to come out next month called... No. <laughs> <laughs> Since, you know, they're Why? using a racial epithet and trying to, you know, change the phrase here, I can release mine as well. Wait. Uh, is a derogatory term or a pejorative for Italian-Americans, sir? Oh, am I going to have to censor? Oh, fuck. Yeah, you, yeah, might as well just dump it and just jump back in here. <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll just cunt. You, there, I'll just, all, all the oh, words, I'm just going to put cunt on there. Yeah, let's, let's, let's bring that back in a second. Uh, but anyway, so speaking <laughs> speaking of Reddit, speaking of Reddit, uh, um, and it ties together. Uh, I love Toilet Paper USA. It's a community on there. Yes, a bunch I of, love like, it. Yep, satirical stuff. They make fun of Ben Shapiro ad nauseum, as you should, because he's just a ridiculous human being. And he, he was on a Joe Rogan podcast not too long ago, where he actually gets torn, kind of a new one by Joe Rogan. Love it. Yes. Um. There was a there was a clip that was going around Twitter yesterday of him on his show, uh, watching the music video for and like reading the lyrics out loud and censoring himself, and he chose artistically to censor the word pussy. So here's this white bread guy. He like, gotta back it up for that wet ass p word. <laughs> <laughs> 
and people like the commentary is like can you imagine how dry his wife is every night when he gets home <laughs> no i can't because the guys she's fucking while he's out of the house have probably got her well lubed <laughs> he comes home and she's like basically like comatose on the on the couch from <laughs> Uh, no, basically, she's got a puddle underneath her that looks like she dropped a uh, a jar of pickles. It's like, oh. what's going on in here? Oh. Don't mind me. Kind of <laughs> like that. Don't mind uh, me. Man, we're just going to get super gross on the first ten minutes of season two Jesus here, aren't we? Christ. Blame uh, it on the juice. <laughs> kind of like that picture uh, that I saw earlier today of a uh, it's an ambulance worker uh, taking off like their like hazmat suit or you know like their you know their protective garb after you know their whole shift and it's just like puddles of sweat coming out of the the ankle that's yeah, kind of what you're describing sense. yes <laughs> bringing out the dead i'm feeling quite better <laughs> i swear i, I might can, go for I a walk, walk <laughs> yeah i was discovering as i was scrolling through trying to rectify our spotify issue so for those of you who still haven't heard the anniversary episode by the time you get to this one on spotify uh we don't know what happened Everything is set as it should be. But uh, I saw John John here has a wonderful playlist started with two episodes that uh, is his greatest hits of the Disinformed podcast that he began to curate recently. I'm working on it. Really? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to put so the best of year one together. I, I have an interesting discussion as I think we need to, you know, dredge amongst ourselves what we would consider to be, since we didn't really do any reflective segment on the anniversary, what what would you say personally you call as like your, your hallmark episode for us that you point out the tentpole moment for people to go back and listen to? Oh, shit. I got it. Um, just because I, I've started. And mm -hmm. so historically, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know that up until recently, like, I didn't really go back and, and re-listen or, like, kind of feel because I'm, like, the audience member. Shane and Michael are right. more the studious members of the podcast, and I just kind of show up and drink beer and make fart jokes, and uh, and then I and then I disappear for a week. Um, but uh, anyway. Some folks would argue I'm just so enamored with the sound of my own fucking voice that I have to go back and just keep entertaining myself with, you know, that guy's funny. <laughs> I really like him. I Those like other guys guy. are incidentally attached to him, so I will deal with them. But that guy's funny. I like the cut of his bitch. Not that... I don't think you're supposed to say that anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to filter it. Yeah. <laughs> the cut of his oh, cunt. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I thought I thought we had gotten to Cuntgate already in the podcast, and then yes. I realized that Michael in the past couple, five, ten episodes has been editing the word still, so I, I have a bone to pick with you about that. What? Mm. Yeah, you have uh, censored... Any... You've if I did cunt. it, it was just ironically, but I would just let the. <laughs> Clip I didn't, that. I'd even... <laughs> you <laughs> yes. have censored my cunts. <laughs> Harry Potter, he's a cunt. <laughs> Indeed. Um, I would start with episode 25. Okay. World of okay. okay. fiction. Agreed. I would say the one that I really started with prior to us escalating to that, I feel the episode where we really hit our stride as far as figuring out how we tell jokes, how jokes manage to manifest, and then the things that we really do our best of dovetailing off of was, and I'm going to space on what episode number it is, but the uh, Pickup Artist episode. Four. Oh, I, yes. I have a list of all of them, right? <laughs> well done. I, yes. I figured you would be researching. But so, uh, yeah, that was the one where I feel like we started the, the jokes of, like, the Russian bride 
being brought over the screaming uh, vacuum cleaner and all the other stuff. Like I feel we really had a, a series of nice jokes that we laughed with, whereas we were all just cracking up at the music at the beginning of uh, you know episode two. And yeah. we, we stumbled into grace with some really great jokes there, but I feel like we really got on brand when we hit the pickup artist episode. And so that's the one I would start folks with initially. Okay. That's it's, fair. So in your, man, this doesn't sound like a podcasty topic, so we can edit this out if we need to, but mm. um, how many episodes episodes do you put in a playlist for a best of year one? Do you put 10? Do you put five? Do you, you do put a top 52. Five? They're all <laughs> great in their own way. Uh, I've listened to heavy, <laughs> heavy water and I, I, I disagree. <laughs> yes i'm Ow. inclined to go with that as well Ooh. uh i think yeah we could probably like i'd say a top five from each of us might be great and then you've got like you know 15 of a, a well-curated playlist that we would At recommend because we'll probably have some overlapping some I... of us are going to have different opinions on what is funny and what are the hallmark moments or the you know the tent poles that we feel buoy this thing i will yeah. say that i feel like we're doing like we're getting our second push you know because we're we're very excited about you know We've been doing this thing for a year now, so it's it's a necessary push. So I, I agree with that. Like you give someone a playlist or a recommendation uh, on because I've had questions from people like, hey, where should I start? Or with Kristen, uh, my sister being like, uh, how far back should I go to get to my immortal? Which right. she will not stop singing your goddamned praises, Shane. She uh, well, she picked a funny time to start. <laughs> yeah it's uh six six years too late on that one um just saying that dumb fat i stopped myself michael oh. so I feel better i caught it uh anyway she, you're done she, you're done she <laughs> wop <laughs> it's okay you can say it he's somehow italian somewhere uh, it's polish <laughs> Kristen said that she very much so wants you to narrate audiobooks in earnest. Uh, I've trust me, it's not for lack of trying. I just need. I, there's a buddy of mine who wrote a book a while back. It's uh, Jason, who I started the other podcast with. Uh, he has a marvelous book that I had planned to do, kind of like a soft shoe audiobook for, as an attempt to get me into the biz. So who knows. You yeah. never know where this might take us. All three of us will have a, will be, you know, a batch sold process. Yeah, I, well, I will say, oh, um, sorry, I'm going to kind of mm -hmm. aside here talking Put about it audio. In my mouth. Um, yes. Well, um, but I started editing, separating out the My Mortal just separate episodes and our skills, especially you and mine, John, because you always would make the point that we're not, um, you know, voice actors. Mm. Our skill at being a voice actor has drastically improved from the first, uh, from the first audio, from the first podcast reading. Or fuck, I'm yeah, having like, a stroke now. Relative to relative to dog shit. <laughs> yes. It's now slightly cleaned dog shit, but uh, it doesn't smell up the whole room just when you're within a couple of feet of it. Um, uh, you've stopped shitting yes. in my bed, and now you just shit outside of my bathroom. Mm -hmm. I'm close. I'll eventually get there, but... Uh, well, we're operating on the Gladwell principle here of you know, time and 10,000 hours. You can refine anything, so... Yeah. Um, you're welcome. Yeah. Going back to the episodes, I agree with you, uh, pick up artistry, but 
What the uh, fuck everybody, putting... the viewers can't see it. Shane just held up his flashlight, and it looked like one of those ones that you get off. What is it? Bad Dragon? Is that what the website was? <laughs> this is one of Melissa's like dragon time dragons that is made of a, a toilet paper tube and some some glorious materials. Uh, That's what a, a flashlight is, right? I, I mean, it could be. It's Anything's about, a flashlight yeah. if you try hard enough. Poor Melissa. <laughs> She'll be hearing this, and she's mortified. I'm holding something that's intended for children. And so is my junk, but... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, good grief. Anyway, detracting from that, steering back onto the lane... Well done, um, go. I would say, because we still make a lot of these in, uh, these jokes, uh, the homeopathy... Um, yeah, uh, homeopathy? Homeopathy? No, no, home- homeopathy. Um, yeah. Episode 10. That's that's uh, yeah. okay. where a lot of the the water remembers. We we still make that joke. Um, I always that I think that was also where we started getting a lot of the Michael can't pronounce anything to save his life because um, we also had robot. Uh, yeah, Robotham. 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 No. Uh-huh. Yes, Robotham was. Yes, in that. Robotham yes, was in that. Yes. Uh, so, elephants on acid maybe would be another one I would throw into the mix as well. True. I guess we can call this an addendum to the anniversary episode because we we needed to get yeah. some of this out, but. I uh, I was so excited last week, just one, to get to talk to Dewan, and two, that we were doing something we'd never done, that I feel like uh, like countless times in that episode, uh, once you Spotify listeners can get it, um, I, I, I refer to the second year, like I'm like, ugh. I say some really stupid shit and I'm listening back and I'm like, you were just fucking hopped up. It was like the first time when I was a kid that I like snorted pixie sticks or some shit. Like it was fucking stupid. You were so excited. I I mean I got to give you credit. That energy was very infectious. Like mm. it was it was good energy that you had. Uh, it was just a little like uh, you know what it is all over the place. It's that Dewan was my primary shit talker. You know, like the art of shit talking. I'd already like we're already shit talkers in general. But when you put Dewan into that mix, like he throws gasoline on. on oh, top he is. Of a fire. He amplifies shit talking like nobody's um, business. He is. But good anyway, at that. this was a, a way of an apology of saying there were so many things that if we would have like we didn't outline anything, we didn't really outside right. of the interview, we didn't really have a plan. So Shane and I kind of talked about it a little too. It's like maybe the next time, you know. We should have a little bit of an outline of where we want to hit ahead of time, so we don't just like. <gasps> Here's the, you know, if you're gonna bring the hooker home, you need to be sure that you have a room where you can Sex take her that worker, your parents aren't. Please. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're gonna, you know, you got to have condoms. You got to make sure that you've got cab fare for her to leave. You know, it's a lot of things you need to plan before you bang her. That's all I'm oh, saying. Man. Dewan, so Dewan is it? definitely just yeah I, yeah. I was about to say Dewan is like Beetlejuice. He just messaged a group saying, "What's up with the Spotify here?" Uh-huh. <laughs> so um, that's that's great. Uh, we'll we'll fix that later. Yes. Um, I got paranoid because I've been doing those new uh, those little segments or like uh, read along clips from Anchor. Right. I was really paranoid for a second. And that's why I messaged you. And then I went in and checked as well. I was like, did I accidentally like make it push to Spotify? Or does it see that there's a disinformed on Anchor? And then it's not going to let it push to Spotify. But no, I, I, I haven't done that shit. But no. you know when you feel like it has to be your fault for a reason? You're like, something good didn't happen. It has to be because of me. <laughs> All right. It's I you know it's not like you can find us on fifty two other platforms. I mean, oh yeah, we we dropped the, the ball. We're, 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 we're twenty yeah. minutes in, but we should just sorry just plug it, <laughs> plug it. Just well, I mean, for those of you who are keen on actually keeping track of us, you can find us any place that disreputable podcasts are provided. There's every platform, every single one. 
whether that is podcast addict or you know apple uh podcast you can find us through the google play store we are available through stitcher and most of the time spotify so you can track (laughs) us down i guarantee we are everywhere and also for those of you who want to start keeping up with us again we're going to try to incentivize you a little bit more with our social networking. So on Instagram, we're at Disinformed Podcast. Uh, on Facebook, it is Facebook.com slash Disinformed Podcast. And on Twitter, at Disinformed Pod. And you can check out some of the things that Michael is going to throw at us. And John is curating a wonderful collection of clips that we are throwing together as we're, you know, trying to, to get a little bit more in the machine, as it were, to kind of, you know, pump ourselves up here and broadcast a little more broadly yeah engagement and then also uh, michael what are you planning on having us do and then i'll let john interject there are we talking about today i'm no i mean i'm talking about you want to try to have the listeners decide what our next ridiculous uh, (laughs) reading will be so we do have a couple of options but i want to try and practice more uh engagement mm-hmm. and i want to put it up to the listeners to see what uh fan fiction we read next um we'll put up a poll uh, we'll probably if at all with... by the way to, to oh qualify, yes we'll, since we'll put john an option. is patently against it i'm very we'll put an option it. to where it's like please don't uh read anymore for the love of god i don't want to pay attention to that stuff i cut out my ears every time you start talking about it uh, we'll put an option for that yes i cut out my ears I Don't ask me how I do it. Took of his ears and took of his clothing. <laughs> Indeed. Yes. Took of it very hard. <laughs> um, but so we'll have that as a poll that you guys can vote on. And then after I release the full Kraken. episodic <laughs> My Immortal on Bandcamp and other places, um, then we can start planning ahead for the next reading. Um, if there is a reading if there is a next reading big caveat because if any of you give a flying french fried titty fuck yes john you were saying oh i was i was gonna plug the youtube as well say ah yes which we will certainly get to that is a lot of fun um and is the easiest thing to commit to because it's the shortest version of our show you can ever find and also it's one that is just littered with guests already like it's not just us boring folk all the time you know you can bring something into the relationship and spice it up a little bit like i think mm-hmm. if all goes well we should have a four three three more people a total of six yes. people today uh the on... entirety of damn the weather will very likely be with us for disinformed after dark this evening michael i can see the consternation spread across your face what the fuck <laughs> well i guess i'm oh, not did in we the band so that that makes sense no no we did not <laughs> i wanted it to be a surprise obviously well, shit. Okay, cool. That that'll be exciting. I like it. Yeah, yeah, we we need to have like a little band chat just to like we haven't been in the same room uh in a very long time. So it's like, "Hey, we have some stuff we need to like decide on and maybe just like see how everyone's doing." Uh Ooh, we're going to do a Zoom dirty meeting. laundry and all that shit too. That'll be mm, fun. Uh, yes. More like put it in our mouths, but uh well, fair. We And kind I of... would like my undies back. <laughs> we kind the of Undies. Yeah, that's our sponsor. We kind of decided yeah. that we should have uh have them on the show if they if they would like to be and they they didn't say no and yes. uh, Sam Sam had fun the last time so she did she definitely did and I have some interesting fodder for us to discuss so I'm sure that'll oh, keep it interesting but uh, to mention John's point you all can also help us here because as of right now we do not have the subsequent amount of followers for me to create 
a unique or individual URL for our uh, YouTube channel yet. So it is going to be a bunch of garbled numbers. How many? So that's a good question. Uh, It's probably going to be a significant amount more than what we have presently, if I recall. I think it's something like uh, it's either 50 or it might even be bigger than 500 or something to that effect. But it it takes a minute to get you up there. So if you want, please subscribe to the, uh, the YouTube channel. We will put a link in our Instagram so that all of you can can track it down. And I do post a link with it every Friday when I release our Disinformed After Dark, uh, when I'm doing our self-aggrandizing bit on Instagram. I do try to put the link in there, regardless of the fact that you can't click it. You can at least, you know, stare at it longingly. You know what? I have I have an idea. And again, we're, 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 we're taping a, a podcast right now, so it's probably not the, the mm-hmm. time to be like, oh, we should do this with our product. Um, <laughs> let's make a, let's make a link tree, um, mm. to put in our, all of our bios, because then we can have everything. You can be like, here's I like our, where your head's at. Here's our Podbean, here's our Spotify, here's our Apple, and then here's After Dark's YouTube page. Um, and our Bandcamp for when we release this ungodly beast of, uh, yeah. a book. For oh, sure. Yeah. Well, I feel like I've jacked off enough that i'm ready to hear what michael has to say for the first well time ever. you you haven't entirely because oh, i have one final callback Uh-oh. to bring Uh-oh. this opening segment to a close Ooh, and it is a major callback Uh-oh. all what the am- way back to probably episode four as i recall i'm scared instagram has caught me again <gasps> no yes all that I am getting now, and I have remarked on this multiple times to Melissa over the past couple of weeks, is I have been just inundated with cat ads. So everything that I am advertised on Instagram is related to some sort of feline entertainment, feeding, or care. And I can't get rid of it. It's There's nothing but Bones Coffee... <laughs> which I get in all of my YouTube ads, all of them sport bones coffee, and then just cat stuff. So, like, new wiggling cat toy that turns on based on motion, you know? It's a flopping fish that they can play with. And pretty litter. Like, Instagram has definitely just been stalking every facet of my existence, and I can't stop them. That kind of makes perfect sense to me, though, because I've seen what you've been posting on your Instagram, and it's mainly kitten stuff. So yes, my my personal Instagram is nothing but but pussy pics, and that's that's how I roll. It's that is brand. your life. That was a major <laughs> callback. Um, and what about Lieutenant Flash Forward? What are we talking about today? Well, before we get to that, we'll I've tried have to, two uh... times. <laughs> I appreciate it. I do have to preface what the whole point of the show is, which is sort of a naturally occurring and organic call here. So, (laughs) for the uninitiated who are walking in on episode one of the second season trying to figure out what all this nonsense is about, typically what we do here is we, as a trio, will delve into a random or esoteric topic, and in the course of explaining it to one another, we will leaven in a little bit of a lie from time to time, and it is then incumbent on the other two co-hosts who are present and trying to stay engaged while talking over one another to help ferret out the fact from fiction and, uh, you know, try to get the truth to eventually present itself. And all of this is, of course, intended to, you know, educate and entertain at the same time and keep us engaged. But, of course, none of the points mean anything and nobody wins. So, with that in mind, Michael, 
what is the topic that you would like to chat about well, this first, week? First, I'd like to which... talk about birds. Good. Let's talk about birds. We, <laughs> we haven't done that enough. We had the episode on birds. Uh, <laughs> I noticed, actually, that that died the next episode, because we didn't say that birds are a lie once through the anniversary episode. We, I Not mean, once. I, I think, like, it, we started a trend where the universe, the anniversary, university, the anniversary <laughs> episode, we don't have any reflection on the past year at all. We just completely ignore it. <laughs> I like that. No hugging, it's, no learning. It's, it's om- yeah, exactly. Like uh, we didn't learn anything, uh, and it's great. No, I I, I like that. Um, I honestly think it's it's om- it's very ironic when you think about it. Yeah. Where it's like this is supposed to be the um, you know flashback episode where we go back and look at all the cool little things that happened, and then we just don't fucking do it at all. Much like Patrick <laughs> Bateman, uh, my confession meant nothing. <laughs> I kill you. I kill you, oh, Michael. Goodness. I kill you. So, we're going to talk about the urban... (laughs) We're going to talk about the urban legend known as Polybil... Fuck. Well, firstly, what's what's a lechen? (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) And and I'm Michael. And 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 I'm Michael. It's a Polybius. 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 Could you could you say it? Just uh, give me an idea. Polybul- poly. What is it? What does it sound like? <laughs> okay, God damn it! I'm just gonna show you. Okay, I'm gonna show you Animal. the picture no. because Mineral. you guys will be able to see it. Oh, except for you disabled screen sharing. So fuck I didn't that, disable. I, guess I, I just had to right. download fucking Zoom again <laughs> for this Jesus computer. Christ, this is because the last apart. time I allowed you to share your screen, you shared some like <laughs> weird, weird porn. Oh God. All right, I posted a picture. Look at it. It is Polybius. 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 You're Jesus now a Christ. co-host, you son of a bitch. Just, you know, show it here. Fuck. Okay. Oh. So, it go. is the urban legend um known as the arcade game of Polybius. Polybius. Okay. okay. Yes. So The Libyans? Is... <laughs> They're attacking. Christ. Run for it, so, Marty. John and I are, are uh, fairly young to have probably been. Uh, we probably don't. Again, is this a pejorative? So Am I eighty-seven years lost, old now? Sir. No. Okay, we're Shane. Ages. Were you ever part of the video arcade craze? I don't want to date you. Uh, I don't want to date you either. You funny looking fuck. <laughs> Damn it! I'm not single. You keep propositioning me, but it's not going to happen, Michael. So just Chloroform, get over more it. Like boroform. I don't want to make out. I'm trying to learn. Christ. And you better fill that out in triplicate. <laughs> Shane, <laughs> fucking kill me. Shane, we need to take... We Did need, you we ever frequent a video game arcade when you were a child, Shane? Did, did I ever play in a video game arcade? Yes. I have been in an arcade before, yes. I okay. don't think... That I was around when, you know, everybody a- got hep and the Dance Dance Revolution and all the others, you know. Yes. I, I was back when they actually had, you know, the roller balls and the joysticks that, you know, they wouldn't let me touch. I, I think what Michael's trying to ask is, like, were you part of, like, like mid-80s, like, you see it kind of, like, fantasized and romanticized on, uh, like, media now, where it's, like, the Stranger like, Things. Str- like, it's that, y- yes. You're going to the Aladdin That's what theater. I'm trying to get at. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> You you finally I finally connected my disjointed like brain like no John finally connected your disjointed yes. bullshit. <laughs> Christ! I'm trying to take okay. the bullet out of your gun. 
so that you, you can finish your presentation and not blow your brains out into that whiteboard Good behind you. <laughs> fucking lord. Uh, it's not going to be a whiteboard when I'm done with it. But I ask you now, <laughs> but, who is the saving one, Jesus or a gun? <laughs> who? Fuel? OG yes, you're fuel? welcome. Oh, All right. OG goodness. fuel. So, okay. Michael, please continue. Yes. Yeah, so, Palabius. So, so, oh, yes. Okay. So, <laughs> it is an urban. <laughs> it is an urban legend. Um, it is an un. It's pretty much an urban legend for a, a an arcade game that appeared in Portland in 1981. Um, I mean, it was only in that area. And the where I found it, I originally found it on a YouTube video. Um, from this great uh, YouTuber. His name is Ahoy. He does a lot of video game history and stuff like that. Um, the link will be in the show notes, of course. Um, he mentions that it was it appeared in several suburbs the according to the urban legend so this is the urban legend it appeared in several suburbs of portland oregon in 1981 um the entry mentions name polybius and the copyright date of 1981 uh though no such copyright ever existed um the author of the original and this guy spent an hour trying to figure out the origin of this um entry of this urban legend and I'm not going to do that because it is it would be very boring to do on an audio uh, medium. Mm-hmm. But essentially, exactly. Uh, the picture that I sent to you guys is the only, quote, found picture of the game. Which um, it, it looks... I was going to say, we need to describe it because it kind of looks like the... Uh, if you took out the the carts or like the uh, the wagons from the Oregon Trail PC game, it, it looks like that. It's like an 8-bit... Uh, backdrop with just eight bit lettering that says uh, Polybia on it. Uh, p- Polybus, Polybius, Polybius, Polybius. It's Greek. That's 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 all I was able to determine. Well, we've said it three times, so now she's going to appear in our room. And <laughs> I just saw something walking past your door, uh, John. You should look at it. Uh, anyway, um, so it is a copyright of 1981. Um, the company Hello? that. The company is uh, Zinni Sloshen, which you. is German. Yes, um, the word is described as not quite idiomatic German, uh, meaning sense delete or sensory deprivation, um, and essentially that. Going into more detail about the legend, uh, it was proving popular to the point of addiction, with lines forming around the machine, uh, with people fighting over who got to play next. So. The hop, the hippest, hoppest, hottest new game to come around. What fucking okay. fuzzy bunny are you talking about? Jesus Christ! I, oh. I knew I should have chose a different topic. I'm so Michael, fucking dead. Michael, this is infinitely <laughs> better than science. I at, still, at least eighty times better than science. So we got to define some terms, all right? So I'm going to teach you guys what a oh, video Jesus. arcade is. He <laughs> is doing definition again. Good. Okay. <laughs> Let me learn you something. Oh, um, don't. So the urban legend also described how the machines were frequently visited by men in black who would collect unknown data from the machines. And also, um, they pretty much were testing people's responses to the game's psychoactive effects. Okay. Um, there was so, also... Oh, sorry. Not to, yes. Sorry, not to interject. So this is... We're getting a feel like this is somewhat akin to The Last Starfighter. Or, or something yes. where they're attempting to seed into the consciousness of the general public, maybe necessarily to find someone who fits a certain profile for something they may need or want to manipulate. 
Yes, exactly. Okay. All right. Yeah, that sort of idea. Um, players also playing the game would suffer from a series of unpleasant side effects, including amnesia, insomnia, night terrors, and hallucinations. They also would shit themselves um, like viciously after they they finished a game. Mm-hmm. Definitely so. Well, that's um, just the food they serve at the arcade, my friend. Doubly so. Uh, that's actually why they uh, had to add bathrooms in 1981 to that Portland area. They usually just had an outhouse out in the back. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Before you call bullshit on that. I was prepared. So there isn't a record of an a- There isn't actually a video recording of the game being played. But accounts have said that it is like a simulation of a of a similar game called Global nu- Global Thumor nu- Fuck. <sighs> Michael, I'm Global so proud of you. Thermonuclear war. Thank you. Between the player playing the USSR and an advanced military intelligence playing as the USA. Mm. This intelligence would change its approach depending on the player. And it would go so far as to add extra disasters into the mix. Like, say, you as the USSR are doing really well against the USA in this game. Then it would add other things like an alien invasion or an asteroid heading towards Earth, a zombie pandemic, and so on, to try and test the player to see how far that they can stretch their... Is that bullshit? ...skills. On what? That it kept adding stuff based on how well you were doing? You're right. It, that That is bullshit, yes. The second you said pandemic, uh, that was uh, like a heat-seeking missile well, for John. I, no, I was more thinking about... <clears throat> excuse me. Cum in my throat. Um, I was more thinking about where games would have been. Uh, in the 80s and in that heyday. It's very sophisticated, yeah. Where it's like, in that time, like, you only had so much code, and you didn't have what we have now, like, asymmetric games or anything like that, like adaptive games, didn't really exist, and they wouldn't exist, in my opinion, I don't think they would have existed in that kind of, like, huge way, you know? That's fair. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm. Um, So... I'll say that you got part of the bullshit, Fuck. part of the part of the lie there. Um so that was that was pretty much the whole description of the game. Okay. Um wh- approximately 1 month after its supposed release in 1981, uh the game was said to have disappeared without a trace. So sorry if I didn't catch this like was it it was in bo- like an arcade box game? Or it was like yes, yes, yeah. The picture that I sent you was the screen that would be showing on the old CRT TV mm-hmm. that would be inside the arcade box. Did it say how many were so put it out was to the built, public? Yeah, there were only a couple, and they were only in a targeted location mm. in a couple of neighborhoods within sorry, Portland, sorry. Um, Oregon. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and even and I can even show. There's actually not. You guys can I can show you later on, but okay. they actually have a picture of a recreation of the arcade game okay. itself is the uh is the arcade game being visited by men in black suits also bullshit no that is that is true that is one of the rumors um, okay yes that is one of the rumors yes you're right it is not necessarily a, because it's an urban legend it's a matter of fiction but that is true to the urban legend okay um i will say that there are only two lies in this oh. um, little thing here so Let's investigate the connections because a lot of stuff actually happened around this time that would make that would give people a lot of um it would give it a sort of plausible deniability where instead of it being like a just out of nowhere conspiracy theory, it would make more sense to pretty much call it an urban legend. Um such that it didn't actually happen, but there were a lot of strange events that happened around that time that people would like connect dots where there weren't any. You know? Okay. So 
The first thing I will mention is um, at least two people fell sick from playing arcade games in Portland, Oregon in 1981. Um, A local newspaper reported in November that a 12-year-old played Asteroids, if both of you remember that game, uh, for more than 28 hours trying to break the record. But he ended up dropping out with stomach discomfort attributed to anxiety and all the coke he drank. Um, Strangely enough... (laughs) Uh, on the same day and in the same arcade, another kid developed a migraine while playing a different game, a game called Tempest, which I don't recall. I um, noticed uh, the name, but I don't have a, a visual in my head. If if yes. I recall correctly, no, I'm thinking of Joust. I'm sorry. Um, Tempest is alluded to in the book for Ready Player One, and they do discuss okay. it. I'm just forgetting what the particulars about it are. But okay. By the way, there's going to be a sequel. Um, <laughs> Um, it was reported to the, uh, he was reported to the police where he, uh, when he collapsed in pain on someone's lawn coming home from the arcade. So stories like this were passed around like gossip, of course, because if you have the same arcade where two kids got sick on the mm. same day, um, it would give people, people would start speculating. on That's that, X-Files you know? material right there, baby. Exactly. Right. Uh, if anything, that was probably an episode of X-Files. Most likely. Because X-Files... When, when did X-Files first come out? Fuck like off, It was John. in the early... It was in the early it 90s was, or It was like 90 that, right? or 91, yeah. So it's yeah. right around this time, I think. So I can I can definitely see um, like some sort... Because arcades were still very popular uh, around that time. I mean, they were starting to taper off because that's when um, like Atari was already in full swing. So it was the NES and all those other uh, things. But still, it was... I would say it's only past its prime at that point. But anyway... Um, this was also around the same time that people were starting to notice the condition known as photosensitive epilepsy. Okay. Um, I actually did a little research and I think the first case was in 1981 Mm. when they found someone developing photosensitive epilepsy, um, which that would certainly cause a panic when, you know, you just see a kid just playing a game and then all of a sudden he starts having a seizure. Mm. Um, that would cause a panic among those who thought, you know, video games rot your brain. Well, right. I mean, it's also sufficient for people to call in a priest at points, you know, given yeah. other sets of circumstances. <laughs> so a True. possessive game would be an easy thing to try to switch there. Mm-hmm. Um, additionally, and this is the thing that I thought was really interesting, there were government agents poking around arcades in the Portland area, which is why the whole Men in Black thing was part of it. It was believed that some arcade operators were modifying their video games to pay out cash based on points earned in the game, hmm. which is a form of gambling, right? Huh. Which is yeah, yeah, yeah. illegal. <laughs> I was so, also like flashing to the Halloween 3 season of the witch plot where they were, you know, sending the sort of weird signals out of the television into the masks that the kids are wearing in order to turn them into blood crazed zombies. Oh, come on. <laughs> huh. That's interesting. I wonder I wonder when that came out, because that also could have driven the uh, urban that was That was mid-80s, um, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay. I will say that the um, in the YouTube video that originally sparked this interest in making this uh, episode, um, he, went, he tried deep, uh, digging down as deep as he could go in the rabbit hole to try and find the origin of the urban legend, and it pretty much was started in the late 1990s. 
in late 90s on the internet actually mm. um i think it was on an old use.net forum or something like that which okay. uh anyone younger than us would have no idea what the fuck i'm talking about certainly not um yes so uh that's where that's where this guy was able to find out where it was originally started um and it was believed that it was actually more of a way of a gimmick to try and boost sales at an online arcade store or something like that okay but still um the guy who created this urban legend you know wasn't just pulling stuff out of thin air um so continuing along with that uh government agents fbi agents would go into arcade in into an arcade and they would take photographs of player initials on high score screens uh which they would use to identify potential witnesses um i I can't I can't uh imagine that you know they they would see a lot of people's actual initials and not just ASS cuz I know as a kid I would definitely yeah. if I ever got in the top score that would be mine. Yeah, so you just, would just nice. see But I mean even then that's a mm-hmm. significant amount of energy and effort if you're going to try to find someone based on their initials. Yeah, is that bullshit? I mean even if they were accurate it is not bullshit. That's a ridiculous I, amount of effort to put in to try to track some, especially children who are not going to have government-issued ID yet other than a social security number in most instances. You know, presumably not a lot of folks with driver's licenses like that would be a painstaking process for an FBI agent to find someone. Yes, I would imagine it would be easier to go to these arcades and go to the more popular games like Asteroids and stuff because, like, the the legends surrounding, like, these top players, like, the kid that was playing Asteroids for more than 28 hours trying to break the record, that would be a lot easier to find out, like, hey, you're a, you've played this game for 30 hours, you have the high record, like, have you noticed if they pay out based on points? You know, are you walking away with, like, $30 in quarters which you a know, kid's obviously to... going to be inclined to share with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Adult Stranger. Yeah, I, I don't make any money FBI from this. Down. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> I promise. Um, additionally, as with any place where large groups of people come and go and spend lots of money, arcades became a pop- popular locale for stolen goods and drugs. And most importantly, a hangout for truants, which makes a lot of sense. That that seems like that's in the the gestalt can i can i uh, public gestalt can i insert a little anecdotal story here oh yes please okay uh in keeping with our albums that we liked that were embarrassing but not embarrassing this one actually is so i really enjoyed alien ant farm back in the day you know who didn't i mean the smooth criminal cover was probably like the most ingenious way to get you a following and get you into that yeah. album. yes and honestly I, I would have to do a re-listen this week and see if i still agree but i don't remember hating them Long story short, uh, their their uh, sophomore album was called Truant or Truancy, and oh, it was okay, a okay. true ant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> that so, sounds about you, right. This is still in the time. Like, I don't have my license yet. Probably. Sorry, Shane. Um, you know, because we're, <laughs> we're ageist. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. And I remember that I'd be like, "Hey, Ma, can we go to like Circuit City?" That's dating me. <laughs> um, or, or Best Buy or Kmart and Fries uh, Electronics. Yeah. <laughs> Can we go to the local Blockbuster? Yeah. Like, uh, I'm just gonna keep <laughs> so that I could look at CDs and like there wasn't a really easy way back then outside of like getting magazines to see when things were coming out or like to keep up with release dates. So it was kind of surprising every time you'd go to a C or like the CD section. Um, and Alien Farms Truant was there, and I was super excited because I loved that first album. And my mom wouldn't let me buy the album. 
And I had no idea why. And I still, I mean, looking back, I still don't because she was super, it was one of those like stereotypical, like, uh, like very, very closed in, like anything that could potentially make me think bad things. Well, I mean, by this time I was seeing your mother, so I may oh. have told her it was trash and you didn't need to listen to it. It wasn't <laughs> as good as the first one. And she, uh, <laughs> she was like, do you know what that word means? Do you know what truant means? And I was like, no, I fucking don't. <laughs> <laughs> obviously i didn't say fucking no, why so fucking don't like, like totally. what are you dictionary.com yeah but <laughs> but anyway so that's how i learned what truant meant uh and uh-huh, i okay. to this day i still haven't listened to that album it, i don't trust me it's it wasn't worth waking up for though i will say my favorite track on the uh first album is Summer. uh death death day I'll have to re-listen. I know. I remember that and wish. Yeah, it's that uh, happy death day to you, baby. Yeah. The only one I remember is movies. Oh, I love that fucking song. I think that was was that from Truant? Uh, No, that's that's from their their debut. Okay. Okay. But anyway, sorry for because it um, came out significantly later after um, Smooth Criminal, so I couldn't remember if it was like from their new album or not. Yeah. No, there that was a that was a tight record. It really was. Uh, pause real quick. Hopefully this sounds good because this is the this is the comfiest recording setup I've ever had. Thank Sweet. goodness for that. So knowing our luck, it probably will sound like shit. It's gonna sound like dog to cum. Do something yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> dog cum. <laughs> How can you sound like dog cum? I saw <laughs> when I was sending Shane demos uh, a couple weeks ago. I forget that he can't see the file names that I give things because I was trying to name things so that he would be like, okay, I just listened to insert file name, like when you send it over Facebook Messenger. So I named one of them. I was like, uh, what was it? It devours pop idea with vocals if it were saying with dog semen or like dog cum (laughs) (laughs) or saying through dog cum. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. Jesus. I mean, like, I do that whenever I export our the audio file. I, I put a lot of random shit into the metadata where yes. I, like, put a band name and then I, like, occasionally put, like, a sponsored by and then I, like, list the genre as something weird. I like, like your little, uh, you always, on the Google Drive, you always have, like, a secondary, like, a, an aforementioned title. Like, like, the anniversary episode, but the subtitle is Kill Me. Oh, <laughs> so, okay. So the metadata actually does upload correctly. Yeah, all right, that's I, cool. Yeah, because I, I put that it. as a comment or something. I was like, "Fucking kill me!" This took me all day to edit. Uh, so as of right now, <laughs> for the band that the, the tour that is going to be taking place in fall of 2021 will be Gushing Grannies uh, opening for Demon Semen and Dog Cum. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be great for Metal Mayhem 2021. Then, I, I was going to say, I wonder what the tour is called. Uh, uh, it's called Iggy Jesus. Pop. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, anyway. It's called um, How I Met Your Mom 2021. Oh, All right, go. Uh, so, um, while there was also that public scare like that I mentioned with the photosensitive epilepsy, there was also another public scare going on because apparently that was just everyone clutching their pearls over people getting sick, epilepsy, government agents, all this other junk. Uh, There was another scare where a lot of children in the Portland area were experiencing night terrors. 
uh, and parents uh, decided the initial connection between these afflicted children were their frequent arcade adventures. Uh, Several health officials were called in, and it was later found that excessive amounts of caffeinated drinks from said arcades were causing night terrors in the children. Um, which I actually did look up, um, because I, we talked in a previous podcast, I occasionally get night terrors and it is, um, you weren't, if you do that, if you drink caffeine, you have a higher chance of getting a night terror. I also heard that. Uh, drink caffeine before night. I also heard that if you live on Elm Street, that, uh, the chances of that happening are exponentially higher. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've also heard, heard, you know, as a sort of like follow up to that, if you drink caffeine after midnight, you may turn into, you know, a green creature with a mohawk and try to kill your parents. Sam's not there green. Well, I mean, <laughs> depends on what angle you're looking at her with from. Envy. Um, <laughs> with all these. So keep in keep in mind all those events you have the kids getting sick on the same day you have the epilepsy you have the government agents poking around you have the night terrors you have the truants police you know doing that i also had, i had deleted this but um f- according to the website that i had gotten a lot of these connections from mm. um authorities uh even set up one at least one fake arcade in portland and uh, fill the game consoles with hidden cameras to try and catch, you know, these sort of acts going on. Mm. Yes. It sounds like a John Carpenter movie. It kind of does. Where they film from the uh, Donkey Dong game <laughs> console. Yeah. Um. So all the with all these events happening pretty much simultaneously, it was only a matter of time before people started connecting dots where there weren't any. Um. Instead of blaming the arcades themselves since that would mean they might be closed, you know, or they would have to undergo some sort of change, um, teenagers started attributing these occurrences to particular video games or games. And I think that's where... that was This last part was more um, hypothetical on my own part. Um, just given that, based off all these things, like, I would assume kids around that time would be start being like, well, it has to be these games, it can't be these arcades, because that would mean something like... The haunted, uh, haunted pinball machine. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. That that kiss pinball um, machine has finally started to permeate my soul. <laughs> uh, so I just wanted to end it on one last example. Mm-hmm. Oh, we caught pretty nothing. much. Like, oh, you, you caught, caught a lie. Okay, yeah, you caught part of a lie. That's right. Okay. Um. Yes. 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 Uh. So this actually was something that I've encountered in other other media watching other youtube videos and all this other junk but in 1996 uh dealing with this is mainly dealing with the government and video games uh, in 1996 the u.s marines uh ordered a modified version of the first person shooter game doom 2 and they used it to gra- train ground troops on specific missions they actually replaced these sprites of demons with um problematic uh military folk um especially this was 96 so it was I, I don't know what the kosovo and stuff like that Wherever we were okay. busy destroying shit. Individuals go that are not Americans. Yes. So um, this version has actually um, since been made uh, available to the public for download. Um, but this isn't the only video game that the military has made. I think they also have an MMO, or, or not an MMO, but like a multiplayer uh, shooting game. I think it's called Arma or something like that. Uh, no, America's Army, that's what it is, um, that they still use to train Um for like training simulations, that and explains stuff like why that, so. Joe Bob can get in. 
<laughs> this was supposedly something that they also started doing with uh, police officers as well, was a claim that they, oh. during, like, after a firefight where police officers attempted to shoot somebody at, like, point-blank range and missed after 32 rounds, that they made them go back in and do, like, these simulation courses in addition to their training courses and stuff like that, but this is all speculative, I think. I don't, I haven't seen that actually laid out anywhere concretely. Goddamn liberal! So it's a uh, urban legend. Um, Wake up, Sheeple. So that was that was pretty much it. Like I said, it was it was a fairly short one. Um, okay. Because I was really interested. And I was like, oh yeah, this is like an hour long YouTube video, and he goes in so much detail. And then I watched it through again for this to prepare for this episode. I'm like, oh, he spends his majority of his time digging through old websites and the uh, archive it's machine or the Wayback Machine. And yes, yes. And I'm like, that wouldn't be at all interesting mm. it would turn into another heavy water incident and, and and i'm good so uh if i'm gonna take another stab before we yes, we finish please. up is the night terrors bullshit you're right Fuck. Yeah. okay are you talking about the night terror public scare yes yes okay yeah that was i bullshit. i from i'm extrapolating as i was thinking back as is like this is you getting back at me for making you out the fact that you had it on our alien episode so, you know, you just wanted to sort of like wing that back at me somehow. Which No, actually I was I was trying to go for a different lie in this section. Okay. Um but I since I have that connection with Night Terrors and that was a thing that was alleged in the urban myth that I was like, Well, this is something that I can easily look up, uh, what caused the Night Terrors caffeine. Oh, well, people drink caffeine, you know It's hand in hand arcade life, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so it it kind of connected. It made more sense to do that with you referring to uh, to the the alien episode, the UFO kind of or fire in the sky. Mm-hmm. I realized this entire time that like I've recommended now to people coming into my store to buy retail, uh, uh, at least a handful of people I recommended that Ackroyd uh, episode of Joe Rogan. Okay, something hit me when mm-hmm. I got home last night, where I was like, oh my god, these people these people think I'm a nut. I guarantee it because I don't I don't remember that I have certain tattoos like very visible and i don't like register people like their eyes like moving and tracking and like kind of like looking down and i have a ufo tattoo but it's not because of ufo it's because it's a band <laughs> it's for a band tattoo a lyric tattoo for margo and the nuclear so-and-sos right and i just realized that like for the rest of my life if i talk about ufos or say anything <laughs> and people like if that tattoo and- is showing that people are gonna be like all right so he's a fucking nut <laughs> So this uh, this cat over here with the flying saucer blues is apparently going to be uh, yeah. ringing up my retail beer. Yeah, fuck. Oh, jeez. Oh, anyway. well, my apologies for making you jump onto the train this late in the game. No, it's but... okay. <sighs> Michael, what was the what half right? So um, you were on to something when you started talking about, you know, um, limitations in gaming and everything like that. Um, the game Global Thermonuclear fuck oh hey guys Global by the way thermonuclear war uh it's a drinking game from here on out season two's drinking game uh oh. whenever michael mispronounces a word not only do i and shane have to take a drink but you do too so i'm drunk okay. and i was gonna say you're gonna be tore up from the flow up uh yeah you're gonna be blackout anyway you're you saying about Global Thumer- <laughs> Global Thumerian. Global Thermonuclear Ooh, War yes. is actually the name of the game that was in the 1983 movie War Games. War Games. Well done. Okay. 
Nice. Yes. So that whole the game was said to have been a simulation of it. That's that I literally just copied it from War Games. Well done. Um, there actually isn't any sort of confirming source at what the game is about. Uh, one, uh, one source claimed weirdly looking abstract visuals, a fast, a fast action game with puzzle elements. But other than that, there wasn't anything concrete on the content of the game. Okay. Um, the only thing that is really like confirmed with the uh, sorry, air quotes confirmed with the urban legend was the picture, which will be part of the show notes. Um, we can also put that, that on the Instagram. Nothing. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's also totally fine, too. On the ground. Um, there, there is a copyright on it, but it's not an actual copyright. There exists no copyright, fuck, so we can fuck use that, that picture. Copyright. You can't do shit. <laughs> what are you going to do, German company Zinnis Lotion? You going to sue me? Yeah, right. Like poop we don't make lotion. money from this. Yeah. Too much lotion? On 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 Palabia? <laughs> Who well, puts too much lotion on Palabias? Well, I heard that oh the, the Palabias right between the anus and the uh the clitoris. Yeah, you it's, don't want to get it caught in your teeth. It's dangerous. <laughs> it it bleeds like something it bleeds something fierce. It's like a high school play curtain you can't find your way out of. Oof. Yeah, so that's 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 okay. my uh, easy, simple presentation on a game that I'm not going to try and pronounce. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It feels very weird right now that we're like minutes five. I don't. We're minutes away from the end of the episode now, as opposed to an hour or forty five minutes. It feels like there's. I, it feels like our children has gone off to to like college or whatever. I was yeah, going to say, I'm like ready to read, and then I'm like, wait a minute. It feels very strange to be like, we don't have to do anything after this other than the after dark. It's just, yeah, I don't know. So smooth. It's spooky. How do Editing we... is going to be so nice. Spoopy. I love it. Spoopy. Mmm, uh, spoopy. Spoopy indeed. Um, I will if we're kind of hitting that little like before we go thing. One, Shane, over or second or third or third episode, I did a deer hunter thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I kind of like summarized their plot, um, and at that time that was a colossal failure. Um, it was not an engaging episode because I don't know how to like make that sound interesting without just. And I said I think in the episode like just listen to the fucking albums. Um, but something that I feel like <laughs> you could have a lot of fun with, uh, and I mentioned it back then, and it's in our document from that day. Mm-hmm. Is I feel it would be very fun for you to even do a smidgen of Coheed and Cambria's uh, plot summary because i've had to ask you seven times and i still don't fucking understand what the hell is happening in their goddamn epic well uh i it's have actually done research on this so i have documents that are in the offing the difficulty is is that it is we're talking about now we're in excess of 10 albums and if you're also including because the prize fighter inferno is a subset of this it's an offshoot sort of tangent uh, side project there is a wealth of material to pull from and it's ridiculous and also Claudio is not really openly forthcoming with giving synopses so you can sit and read the graphic novel versions of some of the albums and I can run through and kind of grab material from that because that does exist but as far as him really going into detail and giving you kind of, you know, overlays, it, it, you have to really fight to find them. Okay. So what I imagine you probably had difficulties with with the Deer Hunter as well is a lot of it is left up to the listener to kind of find. But yeah. I do have some stuff for Coheed. Okay. But, 
Uh, it's it's in the offing. I will get there eventually. What I'm planning for next week, uh, I have a bunch of things that I've got in the barrel that I'm trying to determine what I want to do, but uh, Michael's topic just brought something to my attention that I've wanted to do for a bit, which would be the Necronomicon. <gasps> Ooh. That'd be a lot of fun. So I think that might be next week's edition for us, as I will detail uh, the, the longs and the shorts of the creation of H.P. Lovecraft that just started a life of its own. And since you're bringing, uh, bringing spooky things uh, into the spooky. mixture... Bringing spooky bef- back? Yes. Yeah, before we uh, get out of here to go talk to our bandmates and see what nonsense that brings, mm-hmm. um, we are fastly approaching Spooktober, or, or the October season, and I think what we should do is maybe for the entire month of October uh, only present on spooky things and i love it i will find something i will have at least one episode in that month uh (gasps) i will contribute yes but yeah that's just just spitball idea right now in the moment boom i like it i do cool well i think that manages to compress this glorious grilled cheese sandwich of rage and enmity into a tightly sealed little bun for us to eat. So thank you all for being here for the first episode of this sparkling new season that we are so excited to get to come back in and keep chewing this out, even though we didn't take a break or anything to really distinctly separate. But, right. you know, why not? We don't need a break. I mean, the, the <laughs> listeners might, but, yeah, we're not going to give it to you. Nope. <laughs> so... For this rousing and uproarious edition of the Disinformed Podcast, I'm Shane. I'm John. And I'm Michael. It's 11. So long and good night. So long.